0: Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. Welcome to the second of three episodes about powerful changes that you should consider for this upcoming year. In these three episodes, It's just me, no guests or anyone like that. So our last episode dealt with taking time off and something that I call the Paradise Planner, which is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, Our next episode is going to be all about hiring. Most of my clients are going through the hiring stage. I've written the first book for law firms on how to hire attorneys and staff. So that will be our next episode. On this podcast, that's what we usually talk about, right? We talk about tips, ideas, best practices, things that you can do to take your practice and really grow it. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. And here's the question I want you to ask yourself. As an attorney entrepreneur who's listening to this podcast, why are you doing this? Why are you owning your own firm? Or why do you want to own your own firm? What's really driving you to do that? It would be so much easier to just got a job at a law firm, especially now. So why are you doing this? It could be that you're doing it because you wanted to earn more money. It could be that you wanted more flexibility and freedom. It could be that you just wanted to be your own boss. But whatever the reason, I want you to keep that in your mind as we go through the rest of this podcast, because if that's the why, if that's why you started your own firm, how's that working out for you? are you realizing the promise and the excitement and the passion that you had when you first started your firm? Are you realizing all of that now? Or is your law firm far from perfect? And and totally fine either way your situation is, it's okay. But oftentimes what we find is that that's the initial idea. So the attorney will start their own firm for those reasons. They want income. They want freedom and flexibility. They want Uh, a less political environment. They want to work with different clients or work differently with their clients. That's what they want when they start. But as their firm continues to move forward, they realize that the firm is far from perfect. They're not making the income they want. They're not taking the time off that they feel that they should be taking or could be taking. Uh, They don't have the flexibility and freedom that they really want. And the bottom line is that they're really not happy. I hope that's not you. I hope you're happy and things are going really, really well. Either way, you're going to find benefits in this podcast. Here's the thing. And whether you're really happy with your firm or whether you're really unhappy with your firm, it really applies to you. It's your law firm, right? This is the law firm that you own. And because you own it, you can do what you want. So if you don't want to work crazy hours, guess what? You don't have to. If you don't want to deal with certain clients, guess what? You don't have to. And if you want to take Fridays off, you totally can because it's your firm. I know that's hard maybe to wrap your head around, but all the conventions around what you should be doing and what other firms do and all of that, you don't have to follow that stuff. That's what other people want to do. But this is your firm. You're the owner. So own it. Create the firm that you want. Don't create the firm that you're stuck with. And here's the power that that you can really unleash by realizing that you're the owner of the firm and you can have the firm that you want. It unlocks a tremendous amount of personal power that you can step into and really make dramatic changes in your practice and in your firm. And what anchors all of that is the question I asked you at the start of the podcast. Why are you doing this? If you're not fulfilling the promises that you made to yourself when you started your firm... You need to make some changes in your firm so you can fulfill those promises. You owe it to yourself. So thinking about the firm that you want, I'm going to go through a few key questions and topics for you to ask yourself. Now, remember, this is about the firm that you want, not the firm that you have. And all these questions are expanded upon on my online course, Launch, Design Your Ideal Practice. The course is short, super easy to complete. Um, it's just a few hours long, but it's really impactful. So it's perfect for winter weekend. You can, um, curl up with a hot chocolate in your laptop at your desk and blaze through it. uh, And you can click the link below for more info on the course. So when you're thinking about designing your ideal practice, you've got to avoid the how trap. And here's what I mean by that. When people are thinking about the practice that they want, uh, they very quickly move into a negative space because they, they think about a challenging idea. For example, I want to take Fridays off. They say, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Nobody else does that. Since I don't know how I'm going to do that, I'm not even going to try. Why would I try if I don't know how? I'd just be fumbling around. And so then they give up. And this happens all the time. When someone thinks about something they want in their ideal practice, they immediately move to how they're going to do it. They don't have an answer. And so they give up. It actually works the other way around. When you're thinking about designing your ideal practice to be successful, you've got to avoid the how question for now. Instead, think about why. Why is this important to you? If you did it, what would be the benefit for you? What would be the benefit for your clients? Right. So think about the why, why it's important to you and your clients, and then think about the what, what exactly it is you're talking about. So again, the what in that case would be taking Fridays off. And the why, well, uh, let's just hypothetically say, The why would be, so you have a three-day weekend, you can spend more time with your kids, okay? That would be an example of a why and a what. And you don't know the how, you don't know how you're going to take Fridays off, and that's totally okay. Because by figuring out what you want and why you want it and committing to it, you're going to figure out the how. You can do it on your own, or you can contact other attorneys, or you can contact Law Firm Success Group or whomever. The resources are out there but you have to first decide on the what and the why, okay? So that's the first thing you have to do is avoid the how trap. The second thing you have to do is to be, be in the right frame of mind. So give yourself permission <laughs> to really go for what you want. This is a fun exercise because it's an exercise. You're not committing to anything here. Not really. You're just writing down some ideas on a, on a, on a piece of paper or typing them into a computer. So give yourself permission to really go for what you want. Don't hold back. Because what you'll find is that going after what you want and making you know, marginal improvements in your firm, they're really both about equally difficult, at least equally difficult in terms of time. There's only so much time that you can have to work on your firm, and you can spend that time working on marginal improvements to your firm, or you can spend your time really going for it and building the practice that you want. So give yourself permission at this point. To really go for what you want. Don't hold back. Don't compromise. Even if you have a little voice in your head saying, I don't know how I'm going to do that. This is never going to happen. This is totally unrealistic. That's okay. Give yourself permission to go for it. And also, I would encourage you to be a little playful and a little relaxed. This is a fun and energizing exercise. And it's totally okay if you spend you know, a few hours coming up with these different ideas. Maybe you pick one and you, you go after that. You don't have to do everything that you're writing down. So be playful, have some fun with it, take all the pressure off, Like be relaxed, and give yourself permission to really push the envelope and, and, and do some things that you would be really, really excited about. So here are six areas that you can think about when you're thinking about designing your, your ideal practice. And... Um, we're going to go through, e- I'm going to go over all six now, and then we're going to go through each of them in detail. The first one is practice areas and reputation. The second is your lifestyle. The third are your hours and your firm's hours. The fourth is money and the attitude of money and your money mindset. The fifth is clients and the sixth is employees. So we're going to dig into each of these here uh, in a minute. And again, we go into much more detail in the uh, in the online course. So, practice areas and reputation. Let's focus on reputation here right now. It's a really cool way to think about the attorney you want to become is by thinking about the reputation that you would have. When you think about what you want to, you know, where you want to be in five years, where you want to be at the pinnacle of your career, or where you want to be even next year, thinking about your reputation is a really powerful way to figure out what you need to do because how well you're known, who knows you, and who knows you for what. Can really help you focus on what it is that you need to be doing to you know to grow that reputation so i'll give you a quick example here so let's say you wanted to be known within the state so within your state you want to be known within your state for uh conservatorships right to pick an area of trust in the state planning okay so if that's what you want to do you want to be known within your state for conservatorships and you want to be maybe the one of the premier attorneys one of the top five attorneys in your state for this area of law Now you know what you need to go learn, right? You need to go learn all about conservatorships. You need to talk about conservatorships. You need to establish yourself as a thought leader within the attorney community, within your bar associations, and within your state bar, if you have one. As an authority on conservatorships. So that's an example of how reputation can drive all of that. So think about the reputation that you want to have. And I would encourage you to think about the reputation you want to have when you are at the absolute pinnacle of your career. So again, how widely are you known? Is it your city, your region, your state, the country, the world? Any answer is fine as long as you know what the answer is. And then what is it that you are known for? What specific area of the law? can't be generic, right? You can't be known throughout the country as a business litigator. You've got to be really, really focused and specific. And by doing that, you can then unlock a lot of the professional development things that you have to do and the marketing things that you have to do to establish that reputation. So that's the first area. The second area... Is lifestyle, and uh, I love this. We just did an episode about it on, you know, the Paradise Planner and taking time off, but really charting out what that lifestyle looks like for you. And you can work as much or as little as you want. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I'm not suggesting that everyone needs to take long vacations. A lot of people love working on vacations. It energizes them. They enjoy it. Awesome. Uh, a lot of people don't. <laughs> so you know, whoever you are or whatever it is, think about the lifestyle you want. What does your life look like? You know, Monday through Friday. What does your life look like over the weekends? What does your life look like on vacations? Uh, my partner Jen Lee loves to work. You know, loves to work outside of her office. So she'll be in Hawaii. She'll be on a cruise. She'll be in Europe, and she'll be working. And she's totally fine with that. That's what she enjoys. So figure out what you enjoy as far as your lifestyle, and that is going to help you make decisions about your law firm because your personal life and your professional life are so intertwined, as you know, the decisions you make in your law firm and how you run it are going to have a huge impact on the lifestyle that you have. The third area is hours. So thinking about uh, the hours that your firm wants to be open, right? And the hours that you want to work is going to be really helpful for figuring out uh, how to design your law firm so it works really well for you. So I'll give you a quick example. Let's say uh, you wanted to have a personal injury firm and you wanted to have your firm be available for clients 24-7. That doesn't mean that you need to be available for clients 24-7. So the firm is available 24-7 and let's th- let's take something totally bonkers. Let's say you were fine working Saturday and Sunday. Uh, you actually wanted to take Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. There's a lot of reasons why you might want to do that, but let's say that's what you wanted to do, right? You wanted to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and take Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. Sounds really weird, right? But you can do that. There are design choices that you can make in your firm that will open up that capability for you. And let's say you wanted your firm to take a different example. You wanted your firm to be open 24-7, so weekends as well, obviously, but you didn't want to work on the weekend. You can do that too. And by the way, you don't have to be the person answering the phones 24 7. So you can think about what services your firm offers when an attorney is not available. So you see how thinking about your hours can really impact the kind of firm that you want to have and how you design your firm from an operational level. So that's hours. Let's think about money a little bit. Oftentimes, your attitude towards money and your family's attitude towards money is really going to drive how you run your law firm. If you have an attitude that money is evil, um, or that money's not good, that there's negative connotations around money, it's going to be really hard for you to make it. And if you do make it, you're going to be really miserable and have a lot of conflict there. If you have an appreciation towards money and you feel like money is plentiful and that um, it's abundant, guess what? It's probably going to be a lot easier to make it. And you're going to enjoy the process a lot more. There's a lot more in money talk. I'm not the expert. My uh, my partner, Jen Lee is the expert. Uh, so go check out the course. Or go connect with her on LinkedIn if you want to talk more about money talk. Let's talk about clients, which is something that is near and dear to my heart. This is something super, super cool if you have your own firm. You don't have to work with everybody. So people, I'll make a lawyer joke here. People say, you know, when I, when I talk to them and I tell them that I work with lawyers exclusively, they say, oh my gosh, Alay, how can you do that? You must be miserable. I said, no, 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 no. I love all of my clients. That's why I work with them. I don't work with every lawyer. I only work with the lawyers that I want to work with. And the same thing you can do with your clients, and you should, only work with the clients that you enjoy working with. Now, I know what many of you are going to say is, oh my gosh, but I need the money. That's a whole different conversation about do you really need the money and what will happen if you are making the money short-term, but you're miserable doing it. It's a whole totally different conversation. But for our purposes, again, we're designing your firm so you get to design and choose the kinds of clients that you want to work with. and. You get to design and choose the kinds of clients who you don't want to work with. The thing is, it's your choice. You just have to make it. The last section is employees. Now, you don't have to have employees, right? Because it's your firm. If you want to be a pure solo, not have any employees, totally fine. Design your practice that way. If you want to have a different situation, maybe you want to have uh, no direct employees, no W-2 employees, but you want to have... contractors and uh, virtual assistants and software and things like that. Awesome. Go ahead and do that. If you see yourself as a managing partner of your firm and managing associates and having full-time staff, awesome. By thinking about how you're going to interact with your employees and your contractors and what your role is in the firm, it's going to tell you a lot about how you want to design your firm. So I know I've hit you with a lot of different things here today. Reputation, lifestyle, hours, money, clients, employees, a bunch of different things. But these are some key areas that you can really focus on to design your ideal practice. You now have that framework for designing the practice, or as we call it on this show, your perfect practice. And for those of you who say that it's impossible to have a perfect practice, I challenge you to try. Because in trying to create your perfect practice you will create an amazing law firm that gives you the freedom, satisfaction, and joy that attorney entrepreneurs should have in their lives. Drop me a message on LinkedIn and let me know what you thought about this episode. I look forward to hearing from you. Happy holidays and take care. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.